right, I am here with Jose Rodriguez, and and I invited him here. This is our second podcast, which, hey, good afternoon, Jose. Hey, Andy, it's good to be on your show. Well, uh, I invited Jose here. He's a dear friend and also has a podcast. You know, Jose, I've been trying. I, I did my Valentine's Day podcast. I submitted it to Apple. It is now February 15th. No approval from Apple. That's a bummer. Uh, when I first applied my podcast to uh, Apple for review, it took about four to five days. All right, so I'm still putting the Hallow- I'm still putting the Valentine's Day special up. Just be whatever. It's a little late, but we're just getting started, and we're starting something new. This is brand new. You're number two. Ooh, number two. I always wanted to be number two. It's my favorite trip to the bathroom as well. Now, your podcast, What was? what is the name of your podcast? All right, so I had, have, a podcast uh, entitled Conversation on Tap. Uh, it's a podcast. Um, I started with a buddy of ours. His name is Joel. And it's been... We haven't done an episode since... Uh, let me see here. We've not done an episode since September 2021. It's been a while. Well, uh, you took, yeah, that was uh, during COVID. and Right. And, and then I have a kid. I have a four-year-old, and that takes a lot of time. And as I've gotten more and more into work and union business, I, I haven't had time to get back into it. But you, Andy, are inspiring me to get back into my podcast. Well, you inspired me. I was on your podcast, and we talked about comedy. Um, gosh, I heard some other shows you uh, talked about your uh, being a father and, and mm-hmm. caring for your daughter, and tell us a little bit about the uh, about uh, Jeannie Gaffigan, that story. Oh, that's awesome! All right, so regular listeners of my podcast will know that I am a faithful Catholic, and that is a regular topic uh, on the podcast. And it's interesting because I'm very active on Twitter, and as being a member of Twitter, I've, I've fallen into the Catholic Twitter uh, section of that platform. The algorithm is really feeding you the all al- Catholic. Yes, the algorithm put me into t- uh, contact with Jeannie Gaffigan. And we would interact on Twitter, and then she started following me on Twitter, which was super cool. And one day I just got up the courage to ask her, hey, would you mind coming on my podcast? And lo and behold, she... Uh, was a guest. We talked for a long time. It was a two-part episode. Uh, she's brilliant. She does so much of the work uh, that's behind Jim Gaffigan's career. She basically made him famous. Wow. wow. Yeah. Around many great men, there are the women behind them. Definitely. And for her, I don't know if your listeners are familiar uh, with her story, but she had brain cancer. Right, yeah. Um, and that actually became part of his routine and one of his stand-up uh, specials, her having brain cancer. And that was hilarious. The special was so funny. But when she tells the story of her having brain cancer and how Jim handled all of that, uh, not so funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not so funny. Off, when you were talking in private, it wasn't as funny? Wasn't yeah. as funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, pretty frightening. And, you know, she's she relayed 
related to me how, you know, Jim Gaffigan has this reputation for being the nice, funny guy. But when she had cancer, was in the hospital, he was just a wreck. He was oh, not funny. Wow. And she missed the funny Jim because that's when she needed the humor. Mm. She needed the laughter. Um, but the cool thing with her is that we've remained friends. We've, we've kept in touch. And recently, uh, Jim Gaffigan came through our area to perform. And Jeannie hooked me up with some tickets and a backstage pass. And I got to meet Jim Gaffigan and gush about how awesome his wife was or is. And how, how was that? Good. He's so funny. His son, Jack, opened. Uh-huh. And he was so savage. His humor, uh, one of the jokes that he told, I was in stitches. He said something to the effect of, um, you know, my dad rubs elbows with, you know, all these famous people. And, you know, people talk so much about um, how mean Jeffrey Epstein was. And something to the effect of how when he was on Jeffrey Epstein's plane that he would be hitting on all the all the stewardesses. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm sorry, not stewardesses, girls. <laughs> so that kind of humor, very savage humor that you wouldn't expect from Jim Gaffigan. Um, another one was he said something to the effect of um, everyone calls Jim Gaffigan America's dad. And he's like, the guy who had that title before him was Bill Cosby. <laughs> we saw how that worked out. Uh, so great humor. Jim Gaffigan, hilarious. And his son, also hilarious. So keep an eye out for Jack. Hey, we got to laugh. Hey, so I was inspired. Uh, you, as part of your podcast, you would feature a, a bottle of beer each mm-hmm. week. And I've been kind of inspired. I've been studying this. I don't know if it's made it up to the Central Coast. Things are kind of delayed you know, compared to cool L.A. and Santa Barbara. But have you heard of Liquid Death? I have not heard of that. Well, I'm. it's a water. And and I just seem so odd. You hear it at like hipster concerts. I was up at the at the uh, I was up in San Francisco and they were serving that Liquid Death. And and I was like, what is that? And and then I heard the guy talk and he's like, we're building a brand and it's cool and it's hip. And he he made he really made me inspired and so i'm starting my own beer line it's a santa maria focused beer line oh perfect and it's called infinite infinite diarrhea oh so I I, let, me, let me show you i'm working on this blurb right now uh-huh. and you're you're having a little infinite diarrhea right now right now yeah <laughs> and you have a bottle this infinitely recyclable bottle of stone cold mountain beer came straight from the alps to give diarrhea to your thirst when a group of teenagers set into the mountains for a weekend of drinking regular beer in cans they became hunted by a bottle of dark mexican lager that was dead set on giving diarrhea to their thirst and recycling their souls Uh (laughs) uh-oh this may be heresy we may be in the heresy territory once cracked open, no thirst is safe from liquid diarrhea. After ritual, ritually dismembering its thirst of victims, this brutal can of beer used the severed body parts of dead thirst to build itself a flesh suit, which it used as a disguise to get a job in marketing. Nice. <laughs> But liquid diarrhea never took the job. It just murdered a bunch more thirsts instead. 
So tonight uh-huh. we are launching the brand Liquid Diarrhea on the Cowboy Jeff and Andy show. So thank I you, Jose. Thank you. Thank you. I need this. It, it kind of reminds me of Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, there we go. You know, yeah. He makes that skin suit. Well, it's all about building your brand. So I, <laughs> I, that's what I'm working on. It's all about building your brand. Building the brand. You're a big social media. Uh, you're a big social media uh, consumer person, user. Consumer user. Yeah. I'm taking a break right now, but generally speaking, yes. Yeah. I needed a break from social media. It was it was too social, too much drama. But yeah. Well, tell uh, now you're from Santa Maria. Can mm-hmm. you give me a little bit of your a uh, little bit of your background? It's kind of boring. I know. Uh, my life is not that exciting. Um, so I was born in 1984 here in beautiful Santa Maria, California, uh, to, uh, a deaf woman and an undocumented immigrant. That part sounds interesting, I guess. That is interesting. Yeah. So my mom was 16 when she got knocked up by my dad. Uh, she was working in the holiday, working at the holiday inn on North Broadway. That's back when it was really happening. Those holiday inns, they, it was before the, uh, drinking laws, a lot of bands down there. I'm not sure what the program was. It was some oh. high school program where they get teenagers jobs oh, wow. to get them, I guess, career ready. Uh-huh. And my dad happened to be working there and it's a hotel. So, you know, uh-huh. they knocked boots and I was conceived. So every time I drive by, I go, yeah, that's where I was conceived right there. Uh, and then, yeah, my parents, they lived here. They jumped around a bit, had a hard time settling down. And then they moved to Sacramento. And as you do, you move to Sacramento and I don't know, it's 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 a hip happening place and they just kind of grew apart, lots of arguments and they got divorced. And thankfully my grandparents lived a few houses down. And so we my brother and my sister and I we all went to go live with my grandparents and they raised us in Sacramento for a few years and then we moved back to Santa Maria. I always describe Santa Maria as like a great rubber band like you can only go so far and you snap back so many of my friends have left santa maria and they come back um that's what happened to us and yeah i went to schools here and grew up in our school district ucsb you went over to ucsb ucsb and and, well i went to hancock for a number of years it's our local community college and then ucsb and then brandman got my teaching credential at brandman yeah, and you started off as a as an instructional assistant in the in the school district. Yeah, my first year actually, I, I worked in a program called AmeriCorps. It was started in the mid '90s by President Bill Clinton. I did that for about a year. Uh, basically, you work for a stipend. You work forty, fifty hours a a week, and at the end of the month, I got a thousand dollar paycheck. So, uh-huh. yeah, it was not good, <laughs> but they covered a significant chunk of my you know tuition and whatnot for college which was nice yeah so i did that and then i became a special ed uh instructional aid yard duty supervisor tutor i did all kinds of jobs i was 19 which was nice because then when i wanted to actually be a teacher you know i had made connections and networked and yeah it was i got hired right away once i had my credential wow which was so now you're teaching history Mm mm-hmm and uh, do you cover government? Is do you talk a lot about government? And we just got through doing the Constitution. Oh wow! Uh-huh. Yeah, we take. Well, I take about a month and a half. 
Yeah, we go article by article, go through the you know Bill of Rights, and I talk a lot about um, the Congress, how it's divided, and we talk about politics, and I try to blend in current events to make it relevant. Well, I was uh, I do the same thing in third grade, so I mm-hmm. don't know. Maybe we're being redundant, but but I was watching the announcement of uh, Nikki Haley, and oh yeah, and. Um, so she was talking about the Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven out of the eight elections. Yeah. And I thought that was really uh, interesting. I think Hillary Clinton will have a brain aneurysm if Nikki Haley is the first woman president. Wow. <laughs> she's she's tried so many times to be president. And then oh, yeah. if she were That's... to not be the first it's kind of like Biden. I mean, um, there's a lot of speculation. Will Biden run again? And boy, that State mm-hmm. of the Union speech, it looks like he's running again. But uh, but man, he's been chasing that his whole life. Is he going to give up the ring? God. I, I Let me say this. I hope he does. Uh-huh. And I hope that uh-huh. Gavin Newsom runs. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I'm only saying that because I went to a conference through CTA, the California Teachers Association, and I got to meet Gavin Newsom. And Gavin oh. Newsom complimented my hair. That hey, man has that man has great hair. Life. That man has great hair. So for him to compliment my hair, I was like, oh, oh man. wow, I'm so touched. That, that is really touched. Wow, isn't his wife? Um, his ex-wife was became a Republican activist, and yeah, she bangs Don, Donald Trump Jr. Oh my. And then, and then Gavin Newsom's wife was involved with Harvey Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That her. What's her name? Gilfoy. I think her name's yeah, Gilfoy. Gilfoy yeah. She's with uh, DJ TJ. <laughs> uh. Yeah. She, and then now he's with what's her name? I'm forgetting her name. What's what's his wife's name? I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to look that up. Insert her name at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the editing part. That's the like, editing part. You did a lot of editing on your podcast with I a did. lot of cute little sounds and stuff, and I'm not sure if I'm gonna do all that. But but uh, listen, I want hi- we have high quality production here at Cowboy Jeff. Yes, Andy. I like that you actually have a podcasting space. Right. You have a room with you know little sound, you know. What do you call these? Uh, sound attenuation. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Those things. So this this looks legit. Well, I've been uh, I was talking with my students today about um, technology, and there was a story on the PBS NewsHour about social media and the mental health, especially mm. of girls. And you're teaching at the junior high level, and and we're really noticing a, a really almost a crisis in mental health. And I just wanted to get your perspective on what you're seeing there at El Camino Junior High. Oh, God. Yeah. It's, do you need some? Uh, do you need some? Uh, I need some more of that uh, liquid diarrhea. <laughs> liquid diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the girls this year have just been absolutely horrendous. Uh, you know, there's there are a lot of fights, lots of rumors, lots of gossiping, cyberbullying. The fights... They're epic. The hair pulling, the dragging, the jumping on the blacktop, jumping in the hallways, running in the classrooms to beat people up. It's, I don't think people fully realize these kids are 
dealing with a lot of trauma. Uh, it seems like it's mostly the girls. I'm sure the boys have trauma too, but you know, societally, societally, you know, we've we've conditioned our boys to kind of push it all down. You know, their just emotions, bury just bury it. Be a man, don't cry. And these girls, they're just it's just manifesting and in a lot of violence and it's it's horrendous well i there's a a girl that's suing meta for her she had an eating disorder and was uh and those algorithms that feed us all feed them all that body image kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and it just put her into a kind of a downward spiral wow do you think the company should be should be liable for that oh that's a good question i haven't really thought about that I don't know if they should be liable financially, but there should be some kind of oversight or some sort of regulation of that, especially when you talk about algorithms. Uh, What social media does is it it triggers those receptors in your brain. It's like a dopamine hit. And unconsciously or whatever, you know, you crave it. It's like crack. Right, and those algorithms are proprietary. They're mm-hmm. there, uh, but yeah, it sounds like we, just the laws have not caught up to this new technology. Absolutely. But is it hard to keep a phone out of a device out of a kid's hand? I mean, the parents really have an uphill battle. They do, and and I will talk to parents about this at parent conferences, and they'll they'll say things like, "I don't know what to do," and I'm like, "Yeah, you know what? You just you just take the phone out of their hands. You yeah. stop buying them the phone." You stop giving it to them. And I, and I get it. There's an element of, well, we need the kid to have a phone. So if they need a call for a ride home or there are some practical purposes too, but you know, what's the percentage? What's the ratio of practical purposes versus spending six to eight hours a night on TikTok or Snapchat or MySpace or whatever they're on? Well, uh, it would be hard, I mean, to ban phones for, I mean, probably they should try to restrict them for kids under 16, I would think. Yeah, there's got to be some app, I'm sure there is, where parents can monitor their phone use. But I don't know how tech savvy our parents are in our district. Maybe like an Orchid or some other more affluent districts, parents are more tech savvy. But ours really aren't that familiar with technology. In my experience. Well, in China, they restrict TikTok use to one hour a day. And then they'll unleash TikTok on us unlimited. Oh, I see. And the video games, actually in China, they restrict. They have video gaming hour on Friday night for an hour and Sunday night for an hour. Wow. And uh, I don't think the kids probably get around that, but... uh, but they're realizing how damaging it is. And uh, in America, hey, it's just a free-for-all. It is a free-for-all because, you know, we're very individualistic and capitalistic. And if you want to, as an individual, spend all your money and time on it, go for it. You know, societal impacts are, you know, the impact on the human be damned. Well, you've been in Santa Maria and really this podcast, it kind of started out I was upset about the trail and I er, and and our politicians responding to the public and and you and I work politically. We worked uh, on Osvaldo Sotelo's campaign for the Santa Maria Benita School District Board and 
Unfortunately, he lost by about 250 votes, but but it was a good effort. But maybe you could, you know, maybe you can give us your viewpoint. How could we improve Santa Maria? What issues do you see going on? And, you know, what would be your vision for the future? You know, Andy, I think you're right. We need to do more for our town in terms of creating spaces for people to have outdoor activities, exercising. And so a trail would be great. But I think another thing that would be great would be for our city, for our city to actually, you know, plan, <laughs> to plan um, for entertainment, for venues, for comedy shows, or for music, concerts. We don't really have anything like that here. We, we might have, you know, a temporary cafe come through our area that'll do open mic night, but, you know, the cafe doesn't stay very long. So I don't know if that's, if it's a, if you build it, they will come sort of thing, but we need to do more with this, the empty space we have here. So we have a Costco, a former Costco warehouse that's just sitting there. What unused. is your ideas? Do, you, do we have any the mega? We have the mega church or the uh, Mexican market or uh, laser tag, <laughs> ice skating. I'm kind of over <laughs> shopping. I'm kind of over oh, yeah. food stuff. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It's like you have Popeyes on one corner, raising canes on the other, and then Chipotle, and then a, a lot Starbucks. Of chicken in this town, man. Yeah, a lot of chicken. It's like. I would like to put in in that Costco warehouse. You could do go karts. You could do batting cages. You could open it up and then do like a concert venue, or it could be a space for conventions to come through. I would love to have a horror film convention or a comic book convention. Convention come center. A convention center. Yeah. Do something with that space. You know, and then we have the former Mervins, which became Fallas or Fias. Fias means failure i think in okay. spanish <laughs> you know hey, they, they lasted a good five years yeah turn that into something and i and i think we look we can look to somewhere north of us san luis obispo they have a lot of foot traffic there's a lot of outdoor there are a lot of outdoor activities that go on there and as far as i know san luis obispo is considered one of the happiest places wow in the country we're 30 miles house 30 miles south of the happiest place on earth? Well, in the country. In the country. Besides Disneyland. <laughs> you know, and, and we could easily do something like that. We could take a section of our community and open it up for, you know, a really good farmer's market or, I don't know, outdoor festivals. You know what we used to do, Andy, in this town back in the day? What? We used to have barbecues all down Broadway. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. And they stopped it. Every weekend, you would drive down Broadway, and it would just reek of tri-tip. <laughs> it would reek of barbecue, oak pits. And they stopped doing that. We should go back to that. It's, it would bring people out to, you know, to the community. It would bring in money to the various fundraisers that were going on. Yeah, it was... It, Santa Maria was identified with Tri-Tip and Michael Jackson. Right. And now it's like, what are we identified with? Beer and wine. Well, and strawberries, I guess. 
and barbecue. And, then, and barbecue. Joe Rogan drove through Santa Maria and said, our town smells like poop. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm going to start working out because I want to be as big as Joe Rogan. <laughs> as jacked as Joe. <laughs> well, uh, now you're a big movie buff. Uh, what have you seen any movies lately, or you're seeing all these kids movies? I watch a lot of kids stuff now. Uh-huh. I haven't had time to go to the movies. The last movie I saw was Maverick, with uh, America's favorite Scientologist Tom Cruise. Oh yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Top uh, some, Gun Maverick. Someone in the theater when I saw it stood up at the end and said, "Go America!" <laughs> and everyone clapped. Wow. Is that movie still in the theaters? Because it's been in there since the summer i think it's I, still it might be there it's in the old edwards still there oh wow <laughs> i used to work there at the old edwards yeah <laughs> r.i.p old edwards r.i.p all right well uh thanks jose i really appreciate you coming down and and we're gonna um do a part two and we're gonna talk about all things catholic Ooh. i like to talk about well i you know it, it's up in the air what we're doing uh but religion is probably a good topic so yeah everyone loves talking politics and religion aren't you supposed to talk about that i hope i do i really object to signs where they say don't talk about politics and religion but we have to be able to talk about things reasonably i think so and i think that was a theme of your podcast it was yeah you had a uh, what did you call it a sensible discussion about yeah. Controversial About issues. controversial subjects. All the things you're not supposed to discuss at the dinner table. Well, and Santa Maria is a little bit. We got the the peanut butter and the chocolate, the Republicans <laughs> and the Democrats, and we're kind of, we're swirled all in here. We got yeah. Orchid, which is more, you know, more uh, conservative. And then we have the, we have the liberal Latinos, and but then there's those conservative Latinos that are voting for Trump. I don't know about that, but but anyway, uh, you know we're all mixed up here, yeah. and and that's what Cowboy Jeff and Andy are about. They're about bringing this country music from Bakersfield, and there was a lot of uh, Buck Owens had a lot of of mariachi. He wore bullfighter outfits, and and so. And I know that's the history of this area. Mm-hmm. And so Cowboy Jeff and Andy, we're just trying to bring a little bit of that back. I love it. Plus a little humor, hopefully, <laughs> or non-humor. Lots of humor. Not to. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks you so much, Jose. Of course. My pleasure. Thank All right. you. Take care. All right. Let's go. <laughs> radio that PG&E is soliciting for people to advise advise them on how to use 
the Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant. And I, I think I got a few ideas. Yeah, big structure? What, what sort of ideas would, would you have? Well, I think a, a, luxury, a luxury spa. People need to relax. We're, we're, we're dealing with a, a mental health crisis here in America, and I think people need a little heat. They need a little spa for those bones. Right, right there at the ocean. What a good idea. Yeah, right there, yeah. It, it gets hot over there. It gets hot. I think that's a, a terrific idea, but would you would you have like uh, entertainment or would you have like hotel rooms or what? Well, uh, there's a lot of old buildings out there, so I think we could have some lodging, and and people would, might say you know the radiation would really get in the way, but but that that is full full spectrum heat for it's good for the skin. Oh, okay, I like that, and and keeps you keeps you can probably put color in your skin, like just like a coastal tan, but better. Yeah, and there, and then we have a. I have a side business to finance because there's going to be a lot of remediation, and and so we need a loofah farm. We must have more loofah farms. I think this is an uh, a niche that we can we have we can have on the central coast. You've got my attention. Tell me more about it. it you mean uh, like all different shapes, ones that fit into different spots? Well, they have square loofahs. And they have the ones that are kind of shaped in a triangular fashion. Well, what if, what if we got spherical ones that are completely completely rounded off? Would people like that, you think? They have spherical spherical lupa, lufus? I think there's a variety that you could grow that has that. I think they'd be, well, kind of like balls you could use a, a, to scratch with, maybe. Well, <laughs> that could be useful for the, for the males. Take a... Take a moment and uh, scratch your balls a little bit. Well, the other thing is that I was up in uh, I was up in Mora Bay, and they have that beautiful smokestacks of that old power plant. And God, I wish they could find something, find some, find some good use. I have a lot of ideas. Well, you know, that does sound like a great idea. Well, what? What ideas have been crossing your wicked mind? Well, it's that industrial, like Berlin, you know, and we got some, we can put a little lights and and maybe some cages and, and, and a little of that house music. And, and, and man, we could, we could, that, that could rival any club in La, between Los Angeles and San Francisco. Oh, let the party begin. I like the sound of this even better. Oh, what? Well, and even to add to that is they're going to have all those windmills and those windmills can power the disco dance club at the at the power plant. Oh, that turns the tables on electricity production, doesn't it? Right. And there and have you know, have you been up to Morro Bay lately? Well, JB, we went up there for some cookie dough and, uh, you know, a little beach walk, but not not uh, to think about uh, dancing. They put salt. They put salt on those cookies. That almost seems like a crime. No, no, it's it's much much better than you, and you know it's it's just a pinch. It's ca- cardiac friendly, is what I'm told. Well, I just noticed that there's, man, the man the Silicon Valley. They've just moved into Morro Bay. We got we got people with black Patagonia vest running all over the place. And have you been to that taco temple? I couldn't even find my taco. It's like a salad. It's like a explosion of salad on top of some nicely grilled fish. But I just had a little difficulty finding the finding the meat. Where's the beef? You know, where is the fish? 
it's it's a bit salady, I guess you might say. Uh, you kind of want to take a rake and kind of clean it off a little bit before you start eating. They call that California fusion. Oh, well, that's that's got something to it that maybe is more than anybody in California even needs. I hope that that's not a trend that goes everywhere. I, I hope not. I hope not. Right. We need some of that greasy... Greasy fish and chips. I don't like haystacks on my plate, personally. Well, have you been up to Paso Robles, JB, lately? Well, what's going on up there? Well, I was up there to buy some animal skins, and, and that the, that shop is closed down, and there's just, again, more foo-foo winos. A lot of alcoholics up there. You can't get, like, a snake skin or a, a, a bear skin or, or a, you know, even, a, you know... Bunny, bunny hide, I guess is what they call them, a bunny hide. Well, we did go up there to get our cowboy suits. but And then there's Tin City, where all the winos are. And I just, it's, it's almost like the Dust Bowl these days. We got, we got, you know, we got the homeless in the riverbed, and then they're building stuff out of tin. How can't they afford decent, decent materials up there in Paso Robles? There seems to be all that money. But then they just build things out of metal. Just seems like they're slapping things up. Well, what do they call that? Uh, tin roof ghetto? Is that what they call it in Brazil? I think that's what it's called. I think that's uh, like American traditional redneck. Well, they're, they're, what do they call them? Quonset huts that they built in the military where they're kind of half rounded. And the bottom half is flat where you walk. But the top half looks like a, a sun rising or setting depending on which way you're facing. Well, the Moore Bay used to be covered with those, those round buildings. Quonset huts, yeah. You know, that's that's something I always kind of liked about Moore Bay was its its unabashed adherence to good military values. And you know, I don't know about a Berlin disco. I, I I've never been to one, but but you know, like anything, it might just start popping up, and well, you, you see one here, and there's another there, and. Imagine all the fun we could have. Have you been to a rave, JB? N- no, not not so much. I I kind of I've been to dances where you kind of stand on the wall and you kind of wish you were a little smoother. I've been to those things, but rave is well, that's just hog wild, isn't it? That's that's just crazy. Well, it, they say it doesn't even start till one a.m. I I'm way in bed by one a.m. Well, one a.m. is usually when I'm looking for my keys and. I'm usually looking for them on the bathroom floor somewhere. Unless we're jamming in the honky-tonk, then it's 3 or 4 a.m. Well, man, we play all night. People can't stop us from playing. There's a twang that goes on in my heart, too. And I'm glad you brought that up, because, unfortunately, the job that we had last time just didn't add up. <laughs> I mean, I you got paid more than me. I don't know why. Well, that added up. That was the part I liked. But the other part, when, you know, that pretty girl came up to talk to me and as soon as I was getting ready to say something, you you did that thing you do where you flash a smile and you kind of get their attention and then pretty quick, they're not listening to my stories of G7th chord and uh, uh, delay pedals and none of that stuff. They don't give a darn about it. They want a, a man with some good looking teeth. Well, I know what women like to talk about. I, I, I know decorating and, uh, and I know a decent amount about... Uh, the animals, De- decor- the cats. Decorating and animals? Yep, yep, that's those women, oh, yeah. That, yeah. So they, you start talking about, you ask a woman about her cat, and, 
And uh, she's just off to the races. That's sly. That's Those a little sly cute little way cats. to approach the situation. I, I never did put my finger on. They want to talk about their things. Yes, they do. And there, yeah, those women there are an interesting uh, lot, a lot of differences. No, they're and not, I try to figure it out all the time. They're not at all interested in, in my guitar. No, no. You have to name your guitar a female name because that's the only female that's going to be coming around your guitar. Oh, yeah, that's a good thought. That's a good thought. Like, well, like, like Lucille or, or Trigger or some other fancy name. You know, something that, that would make a woman go, he must really think the world of that thing. Yeah, how about something like Lex? kind of rhymes with hex oh yeah well we've reached the end of another cowboy jeff and andy podcast i would like to thank jose rodriguez for being our special guest this week you can reach us on instagram at cowboy jeff and andy we are looking for artists or musicians to feature in the Santa Maria or Central Coast area. You can also reach me at andywatson at yahoo.com. Yes, I'm still on Yahoo. Thank you so much and bye-bye.